Hello, Pastor Deborah here, and welcome again to another wonderful spiritual teaching ministry video. This is going to be a word of encouragement for you out here in the Garden of Eden and in the world itself. This is going to be number 24 of the year 2023. I try to get some so we have at least one a week, and I'm catching up. I kind of go in spurts in my recording. Please remember I'm using Zoom Pro and using a motion video by Pixabay. Now, I don't use a green screen, so I might be fuzzy. Things could happen. I point my hand and it disappears. Things happen around my hair. I may not be the clearest that you have, but if it bothers you, just close your eyes and listen. I do freely podcast this out in audio format to many podcast shows. They are free to download. And you can find them on the front page of the website of www.agapeloveishere.org. I also put them a lot on LinkedIn and Twitter. And it's on the YouTube channel of the Hidden Kingdoms. So here in this weekly word of encouragement, number 24, we're going to call it Who Judges the Fatherless and the Oppressed? That is the question, that is the title. But we are going to use Psalms 10, 16 through 18 to help us answer this question. So let's first open up with a welcome to everybody and with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are with us, teaching us through your Holy Spirit and your words of spirit and life. We thank you. That you know we need words of encouragement. We need light and truth to help us mature and grow. That our DNA, what this video represents, can be infused with light, can be activated, sort of, come to life and grow and mature us spiritually. As you have always intended us to be. Your child, a God ourselves, a royal priest, and a king. For the kingdom of heaven on planet earth. And soon other planets. Father, we thank you that you are with us. You've given us the DNA. When you reincarnated us, birthed us anew through the blood and the cross. But until then, Father, we know our DNA is of the kingdom of darkness and its father, Satan, the very adversary of God himself. So thank you for birthing us anew, bringing light and energy to our DNA so we can grow, develop and mature to you who into what you desire us to be, a royal priest a royal king, a God ourselves that's mature and wise, full of your wisdom, ruling and reigning on planet earth. In the name of Christ Jesus, fulfill Isaiah 61 and 62. Give us a Hebrews 4.12, a spiritual circumcision that will free our spirit from the lust of the soul so it can grow and develop. In the name of Jesus, amen. Psalms 10, 16 through 18. 
Psalms was written by the second king of ancient Israel, David. He had been a shepherd. Psalms was written by the second king of ancient Israel, David. David was anointed as a young teenager when he was still out in the fields with his father's sheep. King Saul, who was currently there and was the first earthly king, because Israel had decided they didn't want this invisible spiritual God who Solomon, who the prophet Samuel was telling them about. They didn't want him anymore as king. They wanted an earthly king like all the other nations. And God tried to warn them what kind of kings you were going to get. Tried to set rules for them, but they didn't listen. And King Saul actually disobeyed God several times. And God took the anointing away, which means the protection, his legal right spiritually, and passed it on to David. That happens even now to pastors and teachers and preachers. That's right. So here in Psalms 10, it was written by David when he was a king. And let's listen to what he says, because he's going to help us answer this question. Who judges the fatherless? Now, he didn't realize the spiritual fatherless and the spiritually oppressed. Who is going to be their spiritual judge and hear their case in the courtroom of the universe? Who is going to make a judgment? Was it their fault, their parents' fault? Are, are they wicked? Are they evil? And that was his question. And my question to you today. Psalms 10, verse 16. The Lord God of Israel is king forever and ever. A king sets the rules. The king announces the law when he speaks. When the king speaks or writes, it is law. He rules by his word. And the word is filled with authority, dominion, and power. The heathen which is usually an unbeliever, one not a legal citizen in the kingdom of this God, they are perished, taken out of the land. So in this, David is saying, if you are not one of the king's children, the king's servants, and the Lord God of that kingdom, of Israel, he's not your king, then you're taken out of the land and you're perished spiritually. Now that happened way on back in Genesis when the first human, first spiritual man covered with humus dirt disobeyed. We were, we died, sort of, separated, taken out, kicked out, The Garden of Eden represented the kingdom of heaven on earth. We were kicked out of it for our unrighteousness, our disobeying. Verse 17. The Lord God of Israel has heard the desires of the humble. You, O Lord, will spiritually prepare their hearts, their minds, their consciences, their spirit. You, O Lord, God of Israel, 
will spiritually prepare and establish, set their hearts, their minds, and their spiritual ears to hear you and your voice. What you have to learn is God was giving us patterns in the Old Testament. We were to hear the voice of the Lord, listen to the king. He's going to help us in our own spiritual hearts and our minds to be humble. That that means most of you are prideful and arrogant. Don't need him. Don't want him in your life. Don't want him telling you what to do. Don't want anything to do with him. David is saying, God will help you to get yourself ready and your heart to hear him. I used to do this a lot. Still do. When I would run into a multi-generational Satanist. I had to reach them. I talked in love. My voice was quiet. The presence and the aura, you might call it, coming off me was tenderness. Beauty. They were being drawn by love. Not a physical love. They were being drawn by love they did not know. Couldn't understand it. Couldn't talk about it. I have a great poem by Isaac called Love is Here. How they couldn't touch it. Couldn't understand it. Were afraid of it. But they could feel its presence. So God said he will prepare our hearts so we can hear his voice. Because we have to be able to hear first, then obey. We had to be able to understand that our spirits need to hear that he talks. He's a talking God. We have to learn that. Verse 18. He will spiritually, this is the Lord God of Israel. Mm -hmm. King David's God, the God of the Bible. He will spiritually judge the spiritual fatherless. And the spiritually oppressed, so that you, O person of the earth, may no more oppress them or terrify them. We're in the deep in the realm of the spirit now. It's about spirit work. The spiritually oppressed, the spiritually terrified, the spiritual fatherless. When you are the father, you want children. Satan knew this. That God, who even created Satan as Lucifer, wanted children. But when they fell, their DNA changed, perverted to lust, pride, greed, hate, envy, death. Death entered the DNA. That's why we have so many physical problems right now and mental problems. Death has entered us until we're transformed. That's right. We're going to physically die one day. This earthly body will give out. We're given about 120 years in the Bible. If we eat right, exercise, and we take care of things spiritually. Well, Satan knows all this, and he goes after us to take us out. But he has DNA in us. When we're born into the womb, the spirit comes with spiritual DNA of Satan. The biological DNA of the mind and the body have already been perverted and changed by Satan. That's why there are physical deformities in the womb. 
why people come out and have physical genetic deformities because it's already been changed long ago with the first couple, Adam and woman. Woman did not get her name as Eve, which means the mother of all living, until after the fall. And after the fall, the only thing that was alive was the flesh and the physical body. The spirit had died, separated, changed, fallen into darkness, into shadow. It was no longer the living thing. You go watch the Lord of the Rings. When Frodo was stabbed by a Morgor blade, he was falling into shadow, into the netherworld. And that's how our spirits became. Mm-hmm. There's excellent examples out there for you to see it. So he said, the judge of the universe will judge spiritually the fatherless. That's all humanity. You're not born again yet, recreated through the blood, the love of Christ Jesus. Not the resurrection ones. Just saw that in a Turkish movie about the Ottoman Empire. They were going to go after and burn down the resurrected ones. Those who believed in Christ Jesus, which happened to be represented at that time by the Roman Empire. Satan was at work. And the spiritually oppressed means they will never come out of it and never, they will always be slaves and tormented and die in the darkness. Mm -hmm. But David is telling us there's a judge who's going to judge this mess. He's going to judge the spiritual fatherless, the spiritually oppressed. And he's going to put a, what is their judgment? Are they guilty or innocent of their condition? Who put them in that condition? You have to understand the spiritual courtroom of the universe. Who is this judge? What laws does he use? Who's the defense attorney? Who's the prosecutor? What are the laws about? What is going on? If you don't study courtrooms, judges, lawyers, watch movies about it. Evidence. And how a judge will come to a conclusion. A verdict. So David is saying God himself is going to do this. He's going to sit and listen to Satan talk about it. Present his evidence. And talk to Christ Jesus on behalf of the spiritually fatherless and the spiritually oppressed and those who are spiritually terrified and living in the fear of death in the flesh. So we learn from this scripture in King David, it will be the God of the kingdom of heaven and judge of the universe who will spiritually judge us. Spiritual. The demonic spirits and Satan have already been judged. They were found guilty, kicked out of heaven. Then they lost on the cross. Then they lost when Christ Jesus went into hell and took the keys to hell, death, and the grave. All authority had been held by Satan. Jesus got it back and he gave them to Pastor Deborah. Every believer now has the keys, the authority, dominion to hell. I can go there. I've been there and preached many a times. To death, that means spiritual death, separation, and the grave. The grave is another form of torment. Grave is one of hopelessness and darkness and depression. 
by the spirit. Grave means that the spirit cannot rise up. It's dead to God. Hidden away somewhere. But I know where they're at. Because I've been sent to them. And you'll hear about many of those stories. In volume two. Of the kingdom of agape love. In the school of light. I have a lot of personal stories about doing ministry. Helping God. I've been to the courtroom many times. Even for myself. Satan was going to try to judge me. That I was not a sheep of the Lord. Didn't follow his voice. Followed him. That's called the garden hose story. I've been there to. Fight for my right as a king, having the keys to hell, death, and the grave, so I could go into hell. And you'll hear about that in a, a wonderful story about me going into hell and preaching to some Islamic terrorist. Mm-hmm. True story. So you listen, you learn, go through the scriptures, go slow. This word of encouragement is to let you know you have a judge that's on your side. But he will judge by righteous law of the kingdom of heaven. He will judge you, your children, your friends, your business, your business, your governments, your politicians, your musicians. Everybody will be judged. Satanist demons already been judged. They're just the final execution of their sentence has not happened yet but it's coming called the lake of fire they'll be thrown into it and never be seen again but we do have a time here on earth right now where they are free to roam around and they are doing their thing then there'll be a time when they are locked up for about a thousand years in the bottomless pit they'll be down there for a while and then they'll be let out and they'll get to do whatever they want to do for a while and the battle will go on again and then eventually Long after I'm probably gone, and you, they'll be thrown into the lake of fire. War is coming. War is here. We are in a battle for you. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. I'll see you next on the next word of encouragement. So you be encouraged. You have hope. We got to get your DNA changed. And filled with light and truth. So you can grow and mature. Mm -hmm. I've taken people to the judge. To have their deeds judged here on planet earth now. Because I needed them to stop doing what they were doing. And God took judged them guilty. And took them out. Because one day you will stand before the judge of the universe yourself. And he's going to judge your deeds, your thoughts, your images. Why you your motives. Why you did what you did. Why you volunteered in the community. What was your purpose? See women do it. To show love. And full of sympathy. And beauty. To others. Men. A lot of them do it. To help their business. Their reputation. In the community. Different motives. Same action. You will be judged. Everything you do, every movie you watch, you will be judged. Do you hear the voice of the Lord? Are you one of his kids? Did you vote for politicians for abortion or not? What government do you serve? Mm-hmm. You will be judged. And sometimes I don't want you to go up there and be humiliated in front of all of the people, the angels and God. 
because of your deeds, your actions, your thoughts, your motives. I'd rather you get it taken care of now down here. So on that day, when you enter, you're just a beautiful child, innocent and pure. And all judgment has passed. So you be encouraged. There is someone out there helping you. Pastor Deborah's there. The judge will judge you by righteous law. Study the law of the kingdom of heaven. That's right. I'll see you on the next word of encouragement. Bye.